Hi, I'm Jen and this is your Simple and Spacious Business, a podcast to support you to find more ease, space and intentional growth in your work. One of the biggest lessons I've learned in my own Simple and Spacious Business journey is how important it is to simplify the offerings in our business. Because it's so easy to create a beast of our own making in our business for the thing that ends up draining us and burning us out, being born from our own decision making in our work. I've seen this to be true for so many of my clients too. They come to the start of our work together feeling so overwhelmed and frustrated and disconnected in their business. Sometimes they're making really good money, but are actually really unhappy in what their business asks of them to make that income. Or sometimes they're really overworked in their business, but struggling to actually make a sustainable living and find the joy and ease that they're craving in their work. And we always, always go back to basics first and dig into their business vision and their business model because it's these foundations that shape a simple and spacious business. And so often we find that the real magic happens when we get stuck into the process of simplifying the offerings and reshaping them to truly work best for them. And this is what's made the biggest difference in my business journey too. It's why I'm able to make a really sustainable income in my business by only working eight to 10 hours each week. It's how I'm able to do this work alongside motherhood and a chronic illness without burning out every step along the way. So if you want to welcome more ease and space and impact into the work you do in your business, I have five steps to walk you through today that will hopefully support you in doing exactly that. Okay, first things first, we have to start with getting clear on the magic of your offering. So often we can dilute the magic by overcomplicating what we do and how we do it out of fear of making sure that our offer is high value and worth the price. Let me give you an example. I bought an online class recently for a few hundred pounds. It's really beloved in its industry and I followed its creator for years and years and I really adore and connect with her work. So I wanted to be able to dive deeper into the process she walks you through in her class. And this class is incredibly simple. There's a few videos, but it's mostly just PDFs holding your hand as she walks you through this process that has made a huge difference in her life and now in so many of her customers too. It's a really beautiful, simple offering that has absolutely no unnecessary extra bells and whistles. She recognized the core magic of her offering and poured that so simply into the materials of this course. And that's why it has such rave beloved reviews because it's completely focused on supporting you to go on the journey it's here to facilitate and illuminate for you. And it really inspired me as a business owner to see this because it reminded me of this big lesson I've learned over the years that often less is more in business. Because when you get clear on what the magic is of your offer, you then get super laser focused in delivering exactly that. Therefore, simplifying the process for you and dialing up the impact and value for your clients and customers too. Okay, to dig into this a little bit more, ask yourself these four questions. First, what is the invitation I am making to my clients or customers through this offer? So think about what journey or discovery or experience you're inviting your clients or customers to go on. Let's use my Your Thriving Business offer as an example. This is my free month one-on-one offering and the main way that I dive deep with my clients each year. The invitation of my offer is to support my clients to get unstuck and move their business forward with intention, focus and joy so that they can truly start to thrive in their work in whatever way that looks like for them. The heart of the invitation of this offer is for my clients to feel deeply supported in this season of their business and to have my guidance and encouragement and support every step of the way for our work together. For you, it may be the invitation to go on a branding process that leaves them with a website and brand design that they love. Or perhaps you sell limited edition art prints and your invitation to your customers is to welcome some beauty and inspiration into their home. Or maybe you're a copywriter and your invitation is to create words to help your clients to sell with more ease. Or maybe you're a jewellery designer and your invitation is for your customers to invest in ethically made jewellery to gift to the people they love. Then ask yourself, what is the magic within me that I'm pouring into this offer? What is it that your clients are really investing in you for? 
Is it your experience, your approach, your style, your process? Let's use my offer as an example again. The magic within me that I'm pouring into it is my experience and my business perspective and my approach to holding space and encouraging and supporting my clients. Me just showing up and being all in with all of my experience with my clients during our time working together is the most important thing that I bring to the table with my work. I know it can be kind of awkward to recognize our own magic and brilliance, but if we don't, how else can we be super clear in how we're pouring it into our offers? So give yourself a mission to just bear witness to your own magic and brilliance here, to get clear on what you're bringing to the table with your offerings and what the magic is that your clients are truly investing in. This will help you clarify what to actually include and how to actually deliver your offerings in the most simple and spacious and impactful way. And then ask yourself, how do I hope my client or customer will feel as they experience this offer? Do you hope that they feel safe, encouraged, excited, connected? What experience do you want to facilitate for your clients and customers after they invest in what you do? For me, my hope for my clients when working together is that they feel deeply supported and encouraged, that they feel clarified and focused in their business and on what steps to take next, and they feel really supported through all of the wobbles and roadblocks and fears that are inevitably going to come up along the way. I know I'm doing my job right when my clients feel supported to take brave and beautiful and intentional steps forward in their work, while also feeling safe and supported to go at whatever pace and in whatever way truly works best for them. And then finally, to tie all of this together, ask yourself, what do I hope my client or customer takes away from this offer? So will they walk away with beautiful new branding and website or will they have developed a new process to help them do something they really want to do or will they feel clarified and supported in the next steps to take or will they have a beautiful piece of jewelry or art? For me my biggest hope is that my clients leave our work together feeling more at home in their business and more at ease in their role as the leader of their business too. I hope they've made meaningful progress in this season of their work and feel confident in their ability to keep on moving forward too. And I share this just to give you a little example if you're struggling to take these questions and put them into practice in your own business. So I hope that just gives you a little bit of an example there. Hopefully what you can start to gather here is what the invitation is that you're making to your clients and customers through your offer. This can then shape the clarity and then simplicity that you bring to it next. Okay, our second step is to ask yourself, how do I want to experience delivering this offer? Because if we only focus on what we want to give and not how we want to experience giving it, we will inevitably find ourselves feeling a little stuck and disconnected in our work. Putting our own needs and desires on the table is a key piece of building a simple and spacious business and that's why this step is so important. So how do you want to experience delivering your offers? Do you want to feel calm, organized, excited, connected, energized, bounded? You may even find it helpful here to ask yourself how you no longer want to experience delivering your offers. Perhaps you don't want to feel overstretched anymore, like your boundaries are always being pushed. I know for me, when I think about how I want to experience delivering my offers, I want the experience to feel calm, connected and spacious. I don't want to feel like my schedule is too full with no space to breathe. And I also really want to feel the ease and the joy that comes with working within my zone of genius and working with my clients who my work is a big hell yes for. Okay, after you've worked through that, step three is then to remove the fluff. Now that you're clear on what the invitation of your offer is and how you want to feel when delivering this offer, you can start to examine if your current version of your offering is actually aligned with what you want it to be. Have you included anything that isn't actually essential to the core of what you want this offering to be? Have you included extras in the hopes of adding more value that actually just drain you or distract the offer from its real magic? So maybe you've added lots of lots of calls into your offering, calls you don't actually have the true capacity to deliver when you're booked out and calls that are not actually needed to deliver the true magic of your work. Maybe you need two instead of 10. Or maybe you've got a ton of bonuses in your course or program that sound flashy, but that don't really add any true deep new value to the offering. You just feel like you have to say you have bonuses for the marketing push. 
outline everything including in your offer and then highlight what actually fulfills the invitation we want to be making and what's aligned with how you want to experience delivering this offer too. And perhaps what you discover here is there something you want to add to the offer that's really going to fulfill that invitation and I also imagine that you may find that there's some things that just fluff and can be removed too. I have found over and over again that the simplest version of my offer is often the very best version it can be. And when I show up from that steady and empowered place of knowing what the magic is in my offer and how best I can deliver it too, that ends up being so obvious and attractive to my hellious clients and I'm pretty sure has played a big part in why I've been so consistently booked out in my business for years now. Okay, step four is automating what you can and what you want to in your offer. Losing time to busy work is one of the most draining things we can do in our business and thankfully it's never been easier to automate steps in our process. Now for me it's really important that the human connection parts of my offering feel like a human connection so I personally only automate the parts of my offer that aren't affected by not having that personal touch from me. So I prioritize the communication with my clients and my customers and being present on our calls and being the one showing up for them in my programs so I don't have any customer service support for example in my business. But what I do automate is the booking process and the scheduling process. I use a tool called Satori which is built specifically for coaches so that's a pretty perfect tool for me. Something else I also automate is payments. I don't ever want to be chasing up missed or late invoices with clients and customers. So I always have payment plans automated. So my software, so Satori for my one-on-one and Podia for my programs, that takes care of all of that for me. So if there's a missed payment or a failed payment, Satori or Podia, they handle that for me. I'm not sending an email and chasing that up. For you, automating some of the customer service process might actually be perfect for you. Or like me, you may just need a scheduling system in place to save the back and forth of booking your meetings and calls. You may thrive with a tool like ClickUp or Dubsado for managing client engagements, or you may really benefit from having a virtual assistant manage some of those parts of the client experience for you. This step is all about getting clear on what automations will work best for you. Don't worry about imitating someone else's approach to automations in their business. Root into what will actually work best for you and your business. Okay, and finally, our last step is to price with your capacity and desire for your time off in mind and build a bridge if you need to. Okay, people are often a little shocked when they hear about my working routine. Just last week, a client said to me, Jen, do you really only work eight to 10 hours a week? And here's the messy nuance answer. Yes, I really do only work eight to 10 hours a week with a caveat here that I will choose to work a little more than that if and when I want to. So for example, right now I'm gearing up for a launch next month. I'm probably putting in a couple of extra hours a week at the moment as I get the work done for that. But the months before this, I hadn't been doing that little few extra hours. And here's the messy nuance piece of this. It's taken me eight years to build this place. Before this, I was working 10 to 15 hours a week. The years before that, I was working 15 to 20 and so on. You know, it was 20 to 25, 25 to 30. It has taken me time to build this place and very intentionally build this place. And listen, this isn't me saying that I believe working only eight to 10 hours a week should be everyone's goal. For me, as a mom and a human who lives with a chronic illness, this is my true capacity for how much I can work without it compromising my health or the time I want to be able to spend with my son. And the only way I've been able to build this type of work week and a business that enables me to take regular time off a year. You know, for the past few years, I take at least 18, 20 weeks off a year. And this summer, I'm taking three months off together in a row from client work, which is huge for me to have that much space, all just to myself and <laughs> to my family. And obviously to the, you know, I'll still be running my group program during that time, but there'll be no scheduled calls in my calendar. You know, the only way I've been able to do this is by being really intentional about my capacity and the time off I'm going to be able to take for my business. And I've priced accordingly with that. 
And this hasn't been possible overnight. I've had to build up to this place and increase my prices at a pace that I felt comfortable with and diversify my income with other offerings and build a buffer of savings to support me to feel safe enough to take some risks in my business too. So yes, it's taken time. You know, I'm eight years in at this point, but the only way I've got here is by getting clear on what it needed to look like and gently walking my way here. So take the time to get clear on what your ideal capacity would actually look like, how many clients that would be a year or how many students in your programs or how many projects you take on and build your desired time off into that capacity too. So you have a really clear picture of the time and space you want to make available for clients and customers. And then you just have to do the maths of how much you would want to earn while working at the pace you want to work. And then that will tell you what you would need to charge and also what other income streams you may need to build into your business model to make all this possible. And here's the thing, you may need to build a bridge to get there. This is very rarely done overnight. But if you have a clear direction in mind, you then make it possible to actually make it your reality. You may need to build your prices little by little or build up new offerings little by little. But knowing where you want to go and setting a plan in motion to get there is the most important thing. Okay, simple, easeful, spacious offers at the very heart of my simple and spacious business. It's how I have ample space to breathe in my work while also doing really meaningful and impactful work that I believe in each week too. See if these five steps that I've walked you through can hold space for you to bring some more ease, impact and space to your offerings. And remember, sometimes less is more. Lean into where your magic happens and go all in on that. Don't dilute it by trying to do all the things. That's not what your clients and customers are coming to you for. They're coming to you for you. Trust in whatever way your inner business compass is guiding you to deliver your best, most joyful work. And I'm right here rooting for you always. And I'm so looking forward to diving in more together next week. And until then, I hope you have a joyful day ahead.